Welcome, friends, people for peace, pods of consciousness, planetary citizens, wherever you are today. Uh, Dick Dalton here, your host for this session of Glocal News in Social Artistry, where we get to talk to folks that are building a more humane world from the inside out. Uh, my guest today is right here in Columbia, Missouri, with me in the studio. Uh, we've met recently. His name is Mohammed Saleh. Is yes, that sir. right? Yes, sir. Speak right into that mic like you're chewing it up. All right. Yes, sir. <laughs> Mohammed Saleh. Mohammed Saleh. And that we met because uh, my wife and I went to eat at your uh, cafe on Providence Road called the Olive Branch Cafe. The Olive Branch Cafe, and thank you so much for coming over there and enjoy your enjoying your um, lunch there. Right, and you you were very good. You uh, you noticed the car that I drove up in, and we had a conversation about the car, and and uh, I felt very welcome. So I well, appreciate uh, your hospitality. Thank you so uh, much. You you have an accent, and you look like you might be from the Middle East. <laughs> Yes, sir. I am originally from Palestine, uh, lived in Jordan, uh, then immigrated to the United States. How long ago? Well, uh, I immigrated to the United States in 2013. 2013, yes, and uh, you you probably had family here then. Before I uh, I have uh, I have my brother, my older brother. Mm -hmm. He came here in 1980. That would be Khalid? Yes, sir. Yeah, uh -huh. the oldest. And uh, he came to America like uh, every student wanted to get better education. Mm -hmm. And uh, he came to Kirksville. Kirksville? Yes. It's interesting that uh, you say he came in 1980 because yes. that was also a, a time of turmoil in the Middle East with uh, the uh, uh, Shah being deposed and taken over by... Uh, uh, in Iran uh, by the religious faction and uh, so a lot of things were going on at that time and also yes uh, and this is why we had a lot we have a lot in engineers and the reason they went to America to study engineering because Saudi Arabia was like you said is a big change with oil companies mm -hmm. so they came here to America to study engineering mostly mm -hmm. to go back and work in the field some of them came back and some of them stayed here and worked in the United States. So. Mm -hmm. And so your your oldest brother, Khalid, yes. uh, Kirksville, uh, for his education, and he studied engineering? Yes. Yeah, all right. And then uh, other family came. You, you've you connected with Centralia, Missouri, little Centralia, just north of here, that people are listening from Centralia, so maybe some of the folks you know are listening in. Well, uh, I know usually people do not uh, immigrate from uh, another, they immigrate to a bigger city usually, but uh, in my case, uh, my brother Khalid, he uh, got, he worked at Hubble, so, and the, yes, Hubble AV Chance, and uh, huh. he came to America when he came here uh, to Hubble. I immigrated from Jordan to him, so the, uh -huh. the reason I was in Centralia is the closest 
place to Thompson, Missouri, where he lived. Ah. And uh, from there, uh, he I was living with him. He mm-hmm. was taking care of me for <laughs> until I went to college. So I was 14 at the time. And uh, the, when I came to uh, America, I lived with him, and uh, I went to Centralia. And, to high school. Uh, yes, to high school. Yeah. Centralia. They were great experience, actually, for me in Centralia because uh, I didn't speak any English at the time. And they welcome me more than a family it become my family the mm-hmm. whole city mm-hmm. they took care of me they taught me english they take uh, they helped my education mm-hmm. and they improved my english and it was hard because when the moment i came to america the only thing i known is yes and smile <laughs> <laughs> so that's great yeah so you, they, did you know no i did <laughs> okay yes. yes no yes but usually yes because we were going to be nice yeah yes and they 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 welcomed me like a son for the family the whole community welcomed me uh greatly and mm-hmm. they took care of me they did their best mm-hmm. to teach me english especially mm-hmm. the teachers over there that was outstanding uh, from small town experience for me because usually when you come usually you know they have a different people have a different scene from countryside or small mm-hmm. cities mm-hmm. so i all the all the old images got changed because when i came and seen the people there and when they come to me and did their best and they did the extreme mm-hmm. to help me get out of not speaking english right and going through with my classes to become the way I am and mm-hmm. send me to college and get the best out of my life. Right. It was a great experience and they mm-hmm. did they did fabulous, especially like I said before mentioned to you the teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did they took the extra mile with mm-hmm. educating me on English even I remember my math teacher. Yeah, they she got a special disc for me because you know mm-hmm. math you don't need language sometimes to mm-hmm. uh, do math equation and stuff like that so I was advanced a little bit more than my age in Centralia so she spent she was smart she spent the extra time the extra mm-hmm. effort to make sure that I learn specifically and sometimes I have to do extra work and mm-hmm. uh, to understand the equation and understand the language right. more than the math equations and mm-hmm. uh, it was a big aim from all the teachers the same thing the language uh, teacher the art teacher mm. um, physical education you know mm-hmm. uh, and they all did extraordinary job to make sure because I was the first experience for them there they never had an individual oh. that don't speak English in the <laughs> school and they don't have because it's a small school they don't have an English program the only was the only one was in Colombia mm-hmm. and they did connect with Colombia but for commute it was hard for me to come to Colombia and go back to high school mm-hmm. so they did this job for themselves well congratulations Thank to you. Centralia yes. and you uh, it sounds like a great teamwork yes and so you went from there to Mobile area community college I graduated from Centralia in 2006 mm-hmm. and um, they um, then after that, Mobile Area Community College was the best option for mm-hmm. me at the time mm-hmm. due to language barriers and also um, classes. And mm-hmm. I took the latter one by one, step by step. Mm-hmm. I was planning to go to MU, but from their advice, the teachers, mm-hmm. and they told me to 
take it one by one, step by right. step, to improve my English and mm-hmm. especially writing and reading because mm-hmm. I never took any classes, any ang- English classes, learning English classes to improve my language. Mm-hmm. So when I went to Moberly, also same teacher from high school helped me out oh, great. to become to take classes that can improve my English and mm-hmm. at the same time it can improve me to do other. You know, let me go from the nests. Beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. I, I love the the way that you were mentored uh, yes. to succeed. And uh, and that wise advice to start at Moberly Area to hone your skills in uh, English and, and sort of find out where you really wanted to focus. And so then you came to Mizzou. Yes. But before that, this is the advantage that... Some people think of it of it as advent, as a disadvantage that I went to uh, Centralia, but I think it's uh, it's really I was fortunate actually that I went to Centralia High School because um, if I went to a bigger city such as Columbia, I would not get the same experience that I got in Centralia right. because we are diverse here mm-hmm. in Centralia. It's just, you know, <laughs> you were country. special. Yes, I was special, and you know what? Some in, in my, I, it went to my advantage because I took advantage of that. Right. That they, I was the attention, and they, like, say, did the best to, uh, you know. It's like it's like being the baby in the family. Exactly, <laughs> I was the baby in the family in Central, and which is I love it. Oh, I love it. Yeah, well, it's super. Yes. Uh, so how then had your family? Uh, when did Rashid? come in another brother 2001 before me two years yeah i was 2003 came to america and he came in 2001 okay and is you still have family back in jordan oh yeah the majority of the families oh okay so it was the boys that were leaving the larger family back in jordan to come and improve their lives so is that well was it hard in jordan what's what was the is that a temporary stay place for your family? Well, Jordan was great. It's a great country, and it's really safe. Really, uh, there's like you know we hear about the Middle East a lot of problems, but in Jordan, it's definitely not. It's okay. uh, one of the most ca- uh, calm, uh, stable, stable yeah. country in that area, which is uh, we are fortunate that we are there, and my family is there. Mm-hmm. And um, about boys, it's not really about boys because we're six brother and one sister, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mostly boys. <laughs> yes, mostly boys. So, yeah. It's not about boys and girls, which is, you know, uh-huh. I have one sister, uh-huh. and she's older, so she's married and have family. So uh-huh. this is the reason why, you know, yeah. she's uh, there. Yeah. And uh, it seems like the boys got education, mm-hmm. and uh, and like any other immigrant in the world, uh, they look for better education. Their family, their parents look mm-hmm. for better education for them, mm-hmm. a better work opportunity that they can support themselves first before they can you know, support others mm-hmm. and better their families. Mm-hmm. Jordan life was great. I have some brother that they graduate college from there. They okay. work all around you know, the world, some in mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia, some in Canada, but uh, you know, like uh, some in Jordan, so. Uh, I was one of the fortunate, uh-huh. I call myself, because uh-huh. I was young, and I got this opportunity that my father, I count this for him really greatly, mm. okay. that he want me to uh, experience more, okay. and get the best out of life, and give me more uh, adventure, I, I guess, to send me to America, mm-hmm. and 
let me take this uh, bath with mm-hmm. his support mm-hmm. to become the way I am and work and mm-hmm. get experience. And, you know, historically, we look back and we say, wow, you came in 2003. Yes. And and Rashid in 2001, and in, and in 2001, we had this massive uh, thing of 9-11 and the sure. towers and and people in, in many ways started looking at people from the Middle East through different eyes. They started to see you in a, in a way that wasn't maybe as friendly. Have you, did you ever pick up on any problems of uh, the way people were thinking of well, Middle Easterners? <laughs> well, uh, to be honest with you, uh, this is what my father was worrying about. Ah. Because, you know, my brother had lived in, in a really conservative small town that there's no diversity in that town, Centralia, you know, mm-hmm. small town. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a worry that, you know, but my brother had it because he know the community here in Centralia. He ensured my father that it's not, it's just a medium maybe, like think that, you know, there is, there is, you know, and if, if people here are educated, that they, even in Centralia, they are educated mm-hmm. because, you know, it's a small town. This is the thought of my father was, but my brother ensured for my, 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 my brother ensured my father, my father that I will be safe and I'll be mm-hmm. wel- mo- welcome. And it's, uh, you know, it's 2003. Mm-hmm. It's not 1800 or something like that. And right. yeah, and uh, they are educated. Mm-hmm. So when I came in, in, in to Centralia, always my father worried about me. Mm-hmm. But he came himself here. Oh, good. After I came here. Mm-hmm. And he did see how people in Centralia, and this is the misunderstanding, sometimes I think, it's my opinion, that people think that small town is conservative, they they don't have outside look, they don't have, like mm-hmm. small towns, we have a lot of them here in Missouri, mm-hmm. and we are surrounded, Colombia is surrounded with them, mm-hmm. and which is, this is what make America, and uh, they are, they, they um, my father came himself, because he was worried, mm-hmm. and he, came and took a look at the community and took a look at me mm-hmm. running track and <laughs> playing football. I've become a part, yes. All right. <laughs> I, yeah, and how they adapted me to their family and I become mm-hmm. the main part of the family. Yeah, yeah. Which is make it, uh, make it, make literally my father, as soon as he, he, he left happy. Wonderful. Yes, and he, a all peace the image, of mind. Exactly, and all the negative images that he had, mm-hmm. Which is always, we always, our mind build an image of something according to the scenario or the sure, story. Sure. And unfortunately, they, not all of it is what, uh, you know, mm-hmm. what we build in our mind oh, and what yeah. we hear. Usually it isn't. But. Yes. <laughs> Usually it isn't. Usually. In my case, I was lucky. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, it's a. Uh a few years from then to the Olive Branch Cafe, uh, and and already you have a, a bachelor's degree at Mizzou, and you're on a master's program. And well, to correct you, sir, that yeah. I have a two bachelor degree from MMU, and I last year I finished my master in public health. Oh, yes, I graduated. Okay, well, I was looking <laughs> at your Facebook page, and I. I don't know if you've updated that. Well, I did not update that yet. It still looks good, so we keep it that way. I'm happy to be corrected. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. 
So uh, can you talk about that uh, part of your journey of uh, getting down to Mizzou and right. uh, uh, I suppose you moved down here at that time? Yes, and after I moved from uh, Centralia in 2006, I, uh, like mentioned before, I went to Mobile Area Community College. Mm -hmm. It was a great small town, mm -hmm. a small city, mm -hmm. let's say, and I did my Associate of Art, mm -hmm. and it was an advice from our teacher from high school because mm -hmm. due to my English, right. mm -hmm. and they got me in Mobile Area Community College. I finished from Mobile Area uh, from Mobile Area Community College, and I was really fortunate there too, because I got a job there that people wished to get in that area in that city. Mm. Yeah, I was a building supervisor for the arena oh. for so long, and mm -hmm. that made me get closer to the community, to the administration, to the people, the directors of the Mobile Area Community College, mm -hmm. and they helped me also to improve my life in general. At the time, I speak mm -hmm. English well, mm -hmm. that you know, and I was you know in college, and uh, from there I got attracted to the health field and the biology. Mm -hmm. So I aimed my focus at that time to mm -hmm. that field specifically. Mm -hmm. So. Um, after three years in Mobile Area Community College, uh, which is will be 2009, mm -hmm. after I moved to Columbia, Missouri. Okay. Yep, to study my bachelor in biology. Right, which is a pretty tough uh, uh, major. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I went to Mizzou for my second bachelor's and, uh, and master's as well, uh, and took some biology, and I, I think... I had one. <laughs> I want to tell a story on myself. <laughs> Actually, I was I got into a PhD program uh -huh. in, in health, and I actually was the first candidate in health education as a PhD candidate. And so I, I was told by my advisor to just uh, his name was Jim Brown. Uh, well, why don't you write up the program that you would like to pursue here for your doctorate and because he didn't have a, a track record yet so i just listed all, all these classes one of them was in biology <laughs> it's so funny because i sat uh in the back of the lecture hall it was a, kind of an amphitheater room and uh, the teacher came in and he put a cylinder of acetate on an overhead projector and class after class hour after hour with one hand he rotated the acetate with the other hand mysteriously he was able to, to write. write and it was gone i mean it was a continual roller and it was pretty new to me <laughs> well Needless to say, I failed that class. <laughs> well, biology is a tough subject. <laughs> well, I'd never had a teacher quite like that. I, if you write it on a chalkboard, at least it's there for a few minutes. Right. But this thing, you know, it just it's disappeared as, as soon as it was written almost. So I, I laugh about my biology class in the... Uh, in uh, at Mizzou, so uh, you did much better. Well, I'm, I'm also I'm lucky we have PowerPoint and new technology that help us improve uh, our 
education. Yeah, good, good. And you said a second bachelor's degree, or was it a double major? No, it's second bachelor, actually, yes. I um, finished my, I I worked on my biology degree for uh, for three years and four years. And uh, I, then after that, I looked, I, we, we, got the Olive Branch Cafe. We started working on the Olive Branch Cafe. Oh, okay. In 2012. So I don't, in, my, in, in me, I have to work at the Olive Branch Cafe because we just started mm-hmm. and we did improve a lot in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the family told me, well, I have I had options to go to work in the field or to keep working on my, the, the, the Olive Branch Cafe. Mm-hmm. So I decided that, you know, try to improve the Olive Branch Cafe. And at, this, at that moment, I, like I said before, I was interested in health mm-hmm. and health education right. and uh, biology. So I went to the university and had an advisor there. And I asked the advisor, what's a good field that I can work on? Mm-hmm. And because it seems like I'm not going to be able to go to, to get a job by the right. same time, I want to educate myself more about the stuff that I love, that I care mm-hmm. about, that mm-hmm. interests me. Mm-hmm. So we finalized that uh, health sciences is the be- is, is great subject, great uh, field to right. be in, mm-hmm. and it's always there and it's beneficial for everything in every kind of way in life. Mm-hmm. So I started the health science degree, mm-hmm. and it was interesting. Mm-hmm. because I didn't expect to be deep in all this kind of part. And we had a great, amazing professors that they they took, they were um, in the field themselves and okay. they educate me from their own experience on health subjects. And like mm-hmm. most of them were worked in, in outside the country. Some mm. of them worked, yeah. Mm. Some of them worked in polit- politics here because when you come to health, it's always correlate with politics oh my yes yeah. <laughs> does it ever <laughs> yeah so we we i i started my health science degree and uh i it was interesting and exciting mm-hmm. and which has allowed me to get more get more experience and did some internships and the most important thing at that time while i'm doing all that i always worked on the olive branch cafe right so it was bar- parallel line between two mm-hmm. It was amazing, it was challenging, and (laughs) it was great because it gave me something to look forward, took all my mind, kept me out of trouble, but all of that, it was was exciting. Well, Mohammed Saleh. Yes, sir. Do I say it? Mohammed Saleh. All right. Uh, We're going to come back in just a minute. Uh, We're going to take a short station break, we call it. Uh, Dennis will run a few things, and uh, we'll be right back. I'm I'm curious more about your health science degree because I don't know quite what that means. Uh, I was in health education, mm-hmm. and then we'll find out more about Olive Branch Cafe and and whatever else we get to talk about. Thank you. Be right back.
And welcome back to Glocal News in Social Artistry. Uh, I'm your host, Dick Dalton. We're in the studio t- today with Mohammed Saleh from uh, Olive Branch Cafe here in Columbia on Providence Road. Uh, we've had a great time talking about uh, your journey uh, thus far, uh, getting into Mizzou, a couple of bachelor's degrees, master's degree. Uh, you said that your first bachelor's degree was in health sciences, biology. biology. Second yes. one was health, health sciences. sciences. Uh, when I went through back a few years, <laughs> we didn't have that health sciences building and all those classes. So what was health sciences? Uh, what kind of things did you do in that? I'm well, curious. health sciences, it's it's a broad subject. Okay. That Usually, uh, students uh, get into that subject or into that degree to go then branch out to different specific subjects. Some of them go for nursing, some of them go for oh. for um, uh, chiropractors. For um, I had friends that went for uh, respiratory therapy, mm-hmm. physical therapy, physical therapy. Right. Yes. Okay. And uh, but the health science as a major, it's it's connect. It can. It's all contain the po- politics and the education of politics this is part of it uh-huh. at the same time it's the epidemiologist side of it okay so it's broad mm-hmm. at the same time we learn about insurance at the same time we learn about infection diseases mm-hmm. around the world mm-hmm. and it's globally because we learn we learn we did learn how to deal with uh, Medicare, Medicaid, mm-hmm. and how what is Medicare, Medicaid, and what's the rules and regulation. Uh, from the other side, we learned uh, how we treated cholera in London. In the, wow! Yeah, so very broad. I, yes. I, I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's a really broad subject with mm-hmm. really great team in in Mizzou here that they have different experience and. Mm-hmm. We're lucky because we had some people that they have hands-on mm-hmm. around the world, and they came to Columbia here to University of Missouri to teach and give us the best they got in mm-hmm. their lives. So. And some people could just take that bachelor's and go into uh, an NGO or uh, places around the world that are helping other people do things, uh, even without a master's uh, right. degree. Yeah. Yes, the health sciences. Uh, we have a lot of people that they volunteered and right. they did some internship mm-hmm. outside of the United States and inside the United States. Mm-hmm. A lot of NGOs, nonprofit organization, mm-hmm. all around the world. That right. you know, you they give you in this program they give you the basics and the main goals for any kind of field you want to go into for mm-hmm. NGOs, nonprofit organizations around the mm-hmm. world. So, and also that was a subject for us in, in, oh. in health in health yeah. sciences, yeah. how to become part of an NGO right. and how to improve your, expand your knowledge mm-hmm. around the world. I love it. So yeah. yeah. Great. It's a great globally major. and locally. Yeah. Uh, we had a, a young man, a friend of mine on the radio about th- three or four months ago, and we're going to have him back. Uh, and he is uh, uh, got a master's in, not at Mizzou but in uh, public health, and he is in Africa working on HIV research. Uh, are you in, are you in Zimbabwe? I forget just the country <laughs> he's in. Uh, I need to review that and, and get him back on the phone. Uh, so uh, your master's was in 
Public health? Yes, sir. My master's degree in public health. Uh-huh. And uh, like I said, because I was uh, working with the university, uh, at working at uh, the Olive Branch Cafe with my family, mm-hmm. I uh, did not get, I chose to not get a job. Right. And keep going with Olive Branch Cafe and expand as much as we can and improve in that field. Mm-hmm. So I finished my health science degree and I looked at myself. I, I got a job at uh, Woodhaven Learning Center to get a little bit of experience. Sure. And it was a great experience. Then I it was part-time. Mm-hmm. So I worked, then after that, I decided to start uh, my uh, public health, uh, master's of my public health. And I had some advices from friends and family and teacher and professors from all around the back uh, background of mine. And they, and with me, and they, I, I got the conclusion that public health um, was great uh, subject study, mm-hmm. and that matched my interest in education, mm-hmm. which is I have a favor for. Mm-hmm. So uh, I went and I started my master in public health uh, after finishing my uh, health sciences. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a, a great path, and you have some thoughts maybe of doing a PhD program? Well, I hope. They actually, I heard that they uh, have a new PhD program about uh, health sciences research. Hmm. Yes, the, 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 the department here, they start a new PhD program, which is I'm really excited to. Hmm. I think I missed the deadline for this semester, but I am sure 100%, hopefully, I will apply for it for next semester mm-hmm. and see because I want to complete my education and something right. that interests me right that I can improve in my life with so well you have a great foundation for well, thank it. You. wonderful yeah so uh, there used to be um, we had the the world harvest market yes and uh, is there any relationship between was there any relationship between the World Harvest Market and the Olive Branch Cafe? Uh, I noticed that when I was at the cafe, you all have goods for sale as well. Uh, not a lot, but right. But uh, some basics. Well, the, the World Harvest was a great store that brought a lot of variety from around the United States mm-hmm. and outside to Columbia, Missouri, which has made it easy for everybody to find what they are looking for mm-hmm. or something that never ever they seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not big that much on grocery, but we do our best to improve that much. There was no correlation between us as a business, okay. but we get the same stuff. Mm-hmm. We, we, we uh, worked on you know, he's a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. He's a great individual that he helped me a lot. And if you go in the, my store right now, you will see some equipment that mm-hmm. he gave to me. And uh, well, I'll tell <laughs> after you, he closed, yeah. I'll tell you what. My wife and I would, would request uh-huh. that if you can get his source for feta cheese, hmm. no one else in Missouri has the feta cheeses that he had. 
Well, that's a new challenge for me to work on. It'll be a good challenge, easy challenge. And we will be a more regular customer. <laughs> because I'll be calling Mr. Uh, Shakalani right now and <laughs> asking him about it. All right. Plug for feta cheese. Yes, sir. It, you know, it's, it, everywhere you go, it's yeah. the dry crumbles the, kind of The thing. Greek one, this is the common one here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he had such moist and, and delicious uh, varieties. So, Well, anyway. that's good. Now okay. a new challenge for me. Okay, good. <laughs> Uh, in this uh, realm of business, and yet you are, um, your ethnicity is Middle Eastern. Um, do you find Columbia is a, a welcome city for this? Uh, have you had any difficulties with uh, this kind of awkward um sometimes i don't know if you can call it it's not really racism but is it i don't know it's the prejudices that come up and the fears that come up well i never noticed personally any kind of like you know prejudice or because i came from centralia i mean <laughs> if i say <laughs> i grew up technically there and they yeah. were my family right. so i understand their mentality and everything but personally i never faced any problems wonderful yes but i want to comment on something that about a business. Oh. Yes. Uh, we are, we serve different kind of food. Every Middle Eastern Mediterranean restaurant in town here serve different kind of food. Okay. The food that the American, like all of us, that they're not common with. We serve uh, hummus, babranuj, falafel, mm -hmm. and our job is, is we have to take the extra step with our job because we have to educate the people on what they are eating and advertising oh, mm -hmm. on educating the individuals mm -hmm. on what is falafel and then advertise mm -hmm. falafel. Mm -hmm. It's not a burger. Everybody knows what's a burger. So uh, it's handmade burger. Everybody, when you say burger in your mind or pizza, <laughs> it's popping. But when you tell somebody's falafel, mm -hmm. you have to explain what's falafel and what's the benefits of falafel. And for vegetarian, you have to be... It's vegan. It's not vegetarian. It's not just vegetarian. Some people are picky, and some people have preferences. Mm -hmm. So, uh, as a Medi Mediterranean restaurant, I believe, or a store maybe, mm -hmm. in in Colombia, uh, we have to take the extra step, extra step in our job, uh, to educate the people here in town mm -hmm. about the ingredients and the benefits mm -hmm. and where it's from and who, which country, mm -hmm. use it and which country. What, when do they eat it? For example, people eat hummus at night. Some people came to me. It's like, is this every, every any day, every day, any time hummus is thing? It's like, well, no. In, in in the Middle East, usual people eat hummus and falafel in the morning. It's a breakfast. Oh, okay. Like here, we eat cereal and pancake. Mm -hmm. So you have to correlate all this uh, thoughts and educate it. And cool. as a business, it's hard because you have to advertise it to people. Mm -hmm. And also, like you said, Colombia is a great actual place for us here mm -hmm. because uh, we are diverse at the same time we're not in Colombia. We have the University of Missouri bring people from all around all right. the world. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's great because people know about the business and they know about 
uh, in general, they are diverse and have many thoughts and they are educated. And we have also in the other sector because we are a small city. Mm -hmm. I, I call it a small city because right. we are surrounded with smaller city. Mm -hmm. I feel like a big spot and we have small spot around us. Mm -hmm. And this small spots around us, small cities around us, they are part of us. So mm -hmm. they come to Colombia. Right. If they need anything, they come to Colombia. And it's our work and it's our jobs, our duty. I feel it is a duty for me and our family and who, every individual who own a restaurant or something unique from the Middle East to educate everyone here, mm -hmm. the people who have a question about what to expect and what to see when they come to a restaurant mm -hmm. or a grocery like that. So wonderful yeah so so you're you're such a good people person well, thank uh, you. I seem to be well placed in in your <laughs> in your work there at, at the cafe and and looking forward to your work in public health and and beyond uh, being a, a Palestinian mm -hmm. um, how, how does what is it like being a Palestinian Oh, being Palestinian. Well, it's like being American. <laughs> okay. Well, I lived I lived in America most of my life. If I, if, if you count, if you count, uh, if you count as a number of years. Okay. Uh, and the adulthood years, most immigrant who came from Palestine, they or Jordan, because you know we are mostly Jordan and Palestine. Mm -hmm. uh, they spend the majority of their life in in America in a country that maybe they, it's not mm. their own, mm. but they become their own because right. of people. So um, we are Palestinian originally, mm -hmm. uh, lived in Jordan, which is we are Jordanian too. Okay. I feel you know because you know our family there. So so educate us a little bit. I, I've never been to the Middle East. We hear about Palestine in the news uh, as almost being an occupied country that has all kinds of public health issues and many other issues in Israel and the fight and uh, the elections that are just going on in Israel. Israel. And uh, so can you give us any insights into yeah, definitely. What, what a Palestinian, uh, how, does, how do you feel about your home country? Well, it's unique, not like anybody else, because in 1948, there's the Palestinian refugees from Israel all around the world, mm -hmm. mostly in Jordan, Syria, and Lebanon, and all South America and America here. So, you said that there was a in 48 there was a refugees 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 yes. from Palestine from Palestine because the war the decision was yes. to make Israel make it Israel rather than Palestine right. And that one vote, <laughs> you know. Big story. Big story. Right. Uh, well. Read, read, uh, read the book Exodus and you can get a little bit of a flavor of, of that. Right. And uh, we lived in Jordan. I was born, you know, in Saudi Arabia because my father was at work. But, you know, I carried the Jordanian citizenship, too. Mm -hmm. And and the American citizenship. Mm -hmm. So so he left in '48. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. That, that was part of. But uh, it's, it's so complicated because it's it's slowly moved. They were mm -hmm. from Jerusalem, my father. Then in between, then before the river, then on the uh, Karama cold land. It, it was 
one land between Jordan and Palestine, <laughs> and Israel was a conflict time. Then to Amman, 1967. Amman? Yeah. Oh, 67 so, war? Yes. So yeah. it, was, it was not just one movement. It was mm -hmm. multiple, I believe, one movement to... Mm -hmm. Amman, and you know, I don't know anything about, like, I don't know much about that. I always ask the people who lived in that area, mm -hmm. my father, my grandfather, my right. uncles, and they are clear because they lived in it, they experience it, and they- Tell the stories. Know, yeah, yeah, tell the stories. And I'm on Jordan. Is I'm on Jordan, yes, yeah. uh -huh. yes. Right. So, as a Palestinian, we have, like you say, the UNRWA. It's a big subject now, uh, because we are refugees from Palestine to Jordan. We have the honor while we go to schools. We can go to any schools there, private or public, but we have specific um, school that's called honor al-Wakala. I don't know that word. Oh, honor, uh, the United Nations. Okay. Yes, it's for refugees and uh, for refugees and employment of the Palestinian refugees. Oh. From 1948. That's something new for me. Yes. Thank you. Well, we have to know about that. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, uh, yeah it's a big subject now in the news mm -hmm. that uh, there's some conflict in there. But... Um, I went to school for in my start in school in that school the United the Palestinian um, like refugees school mm -hmm, mm -hmm. supported by the United Nation right and uh, then I lived in Jordan for since I was till from till I was fourteen, 14 yeah yeah and uh, it's a great school there the United Nations schools in Jordan mm -hmm. but as a conflict there it's too complicated uh, unfortunately. And, you know, we always, like, you know, the name of this uh, the piece from Inside Out. So hmm. we try to, like, you know, as even Palestinian Israel, so they have to try to, as individual, get peace from the Inside Out. Inside Out, yes. Yeah. And we uh, have... Your language was Arabic? Arabic. Yes, yeah. Arabic, uh -huh. yeah. Which is I the common Arabic. language of in that, that region. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the most common that language in the area, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, peace from the inside out. You, you, are you a, a one-state solution or a two-state solution, or do you have a, a, a belief or a po political view on that? Well, I'm Palestinian, so I do have a political view on that. But uh, be honest with you, I can't tell you a solution because it was, you know, a solution directly. I, I wish, mm -hmm. I hope, I have the magic stick and tell them that's a solution. Mm -hmm. But like. In my mind, you know, like everybody else in the world, they need to live peacefully. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there is Arab, Palestinian, and there is Jewish, mm -hmm. Jewish individual. Mm -hmm. And for generation, every president in the United States and every country in the world try to make a solution. And unfortunately, till this moment, nobody found one. Mm -hmm. And I hope somebody will. And it has been going for ages. Uh -huh. And... Uh, I really don't have specific, uh, you know, right. uh, because it's too complicated. At the same time, you know, we want people to live together. Yeah. But we have to have make it practical for people to live together and peacefully. You know, there's a there's that hope for yes. the end game. Right. But the the steps to get there are so. And we need the right people that their yeah. their attention is to is is honest and humane. Because yeah. if we don't find leaders that they want to humane for humane solutions for mm -hmm. all sides, mm -hmm. that to come and solve this issue, that this issue will never be solved to the end of yeah. life. Yeah. 
because you know we have people and people they're gonna stand up and they want to satisfy and somebody have to get satisfied and have somebody every part have to sacrifice right. until we reach somebody who want to sacrifice a um, big part and for the better good mm-hmm. then we will have a solution right. compromise compromise yes so compromise compromise from yeah. both sides cooperate cooperate yes, from all sides right mm-hmm. thank yeah. you I'm thank glad, you so I'm much glad you shared that yeah uh, in terms of uh, where you are now uh, and your family, do you uh, do you have a timeline for are you planning to stay in Columbia? Uh, I know you're interested in in the PhD program. You want the Olive Branch Cafe to continue to to be successful. Do you have a dream uh, that you're headed toward? Be honest with you, Mr. Dalton. I love Columbia. I, I just love it. I don't know. It's it's uh, great. It's comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's uh, exciting. You have a new thing coming up, and it's easy just to meet up with the mayor sometimes, and mm-hmm. you know, and say, "Hey, how you doing?" That's great. That you will not get anywhere, and I don't. I, not many places you can do that. Mm-hmm. You can go see the city of Columbia. You know, mm-hmm. uh, community. Uh, events uh, near you it's uh, good for family to grow a family mm-hmm. I have a family here mm-hmm. I have, even if my fam- my my older brother is far they, I call it far away but it's like 30 minutes away from here which is nothing <laughs> or for 25 minutes so his house so it's like going from Chicago from side to side from one highway that's uh-huh. 25 minutes uh-huh. so I think I, lo- I, I think I see a future in me here in Colombia. Wonderful. Yes, mm-hmm. I one time hopefully in the future I'll be I, I will work hard and improve myself to do something in the city that mm-hmm. I can make it a better place mm-hmm. and uh, more than it is and So speaking of that, yeah. uh, what do you see in Colombia that you would like to see improved? What what area of Colombia do you f- feel needs some help? Needs some help. Well, mm-hmm. Is it transportation? Is it uh, housing? Is it you know? Uh, you yeah. Well, we the city of Columbia has been great. To be honest with you, for my from my opinion, mm-hmm. but there's always a place for improvement. Mm-hmm. So you know, for example, before that, I was struggling. Like you know, I always because in any country there's taxis. Now Uber solved the whole problem. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, and uh, put the taxi company out of business. <laughs> well, unfortunately, yes, but you know they have their niche. Mm-hmm. I know the taxi companies that they have something specific that nobody have. So they can you know work hard on. And you know, challenging. It's just add a challenge. I think, from my personal opinion, it's just add a challenge to them. So mm-hmm. most of them improved that you know we will, you know they they, they have come. they become different. Right. But in Colombia here, something to improve. There's uh, there's there's you know maybe we can work. I, I love what they're doing for the farmers market there. Oh. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I this was actually an imaginary thing in my life because I used to go to the farmers market, mm-hmm. and actually in the middle in Jordan we oh. have a place that you know same thing what they're building okay. for locals to come or for venture to come mm-hmm. and put their products there, produce and sell it and mm-hmm. uh, market it. So what's the latest development here on that? Is it something out by the ark? It's something by the ark. Yeah. Yes, okay. it's great. I looked. I never. I've been there. I drive around it. I was okay. every time I go in that area. I just take a look at it because mm-hmm. I'm excited to see it working. 
I love that place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because every Saturday I used to go there and, you know, in the morning and see me. Sometimes I buy some from there for the mm-hmm. restaurant. For the restaurant. You know, I get some deals. Great. So. <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, I I looked at the the. That on Facebook actually I saw the plants and everything oh, okay. and yeah and I, I I I saved the video so I can from time <laughs> to time I'll take a look at it it's uh-huh. beautiful kind of like project I was I, I'm I'm excited to see the the finished product so wonderful yeah. well Mohammed Saleh Columbia is very fortunate to have you and your family here uh, we look forward to many more years of relating and uh, um, having some good food. Uh, when we can at your cafe and uh, your development into uh, whatever that next step of education is going to provide for you. And thank you for being my guest today. Maybe we'll we'll, uh, do this again after you have another step or two in your your trajectory. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Dalton, and uh, appreciate you having me here, and it was a enjoyable and pleasurable uh, experience for me, personally. Good. I think we all learned a lot. Uh, So, listeners, thank you for joining us today um, with Mohammed Salaf here from the Olive Branch Cafe on Providence Road, and uh, by long extension from Palestine to Jordan to Centralia to Colombia and... uh, Next week, my guest will be Rochelle Ritgers from Bettendorf, Iowa. Uh, Let's see. She is the CEO uh, and founder at Infinite Living Integrated Wellness. Ooh. And uh, a master healer and certified instructor at the Spring Forest Qigong Qigong, always have trouble with that pronunciation (laughs) uh, center there. So uh, join us next week. It should be interesting. Uh, I've only met this person once uh, quite a few years ago, so we'll we'll see what we can learn. And uh, until then, um, remember that uh, wherever you are, that is your world. So please leave your world cleaner, more peaceful, and more loving than you found it because if it is to be it is up to us so talk to you soon take care